With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. The First Lady of New York Radio, Joan Hamburg. Entertaining and informative. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Welcome, everyone, to the Joan Hamburg Show. And I'm really happy to have Danny Verstein with me today, one of our great actors. In fact, Danny, not that long ago, won a Tony for his performance as Harold in Moulin Rouge on Broadway. He's won all kinds of awards, nominations, everything great. And I particularly loved his work in Pictures from Home. If you haven't seen it, do. It had a real impact on me. I truly love this show. Pictures from Home, Broadway.com, and it's at Studio 54. And, you know, I often talk about when I'm giving a lecture or something about my family, what it was like growing up in my very large, noisy family, and that my brother and I are convinced we grew up even though we lived in the same home in two different places because our experiences were so different. And this play had so much meaning for me. It's about, it's real. And I'm going to let Danny Verstein, who stars as the son in this amazing piece of theater, give you a little bit of background. Hi, Danny. Welcome. Hi, Joan. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, I love the play. It brought back so much and I'm so much glad. to think of, even in the future, how we all have different versions of a shared life. Correct. Yeah. Well, so, I'll start at the beginning. Um, go ahead, uh, Danny. Uh, Pictures from Home is the true life story of the photographer Larry Sultan, who uh, had the great idea of going down. He lived in San Francisco and his parents lived in the San Fernando Valley. They're transplanted New Yorkers. And he went down to visit his parents once a month, sometimes twice a month, for 10 years to take pictures of them, to live with them, to try to get uh, their real life, get pictures of their real life. But while he was taking pictures of them, he also uh, brought his tape recorder. And so it's uh, he what he did was he created this wonderful picture memoir book, also called Pictures from Home, and uh, he interviewed his parents and got their stories, the stories of their lives. And who wouldn't want to, you know, on some level, really deeply understand why their parents did what they did, made the decisions they did, and and know their parents in a very deep, deep way. And that's what he did for 10 years. And his parents were very forgiving and loving and allowed him to do that. And uh, he created this uh, amazing book that uh, put him on the map in many ways. And uh, this was in the late 80s when he did this. And the book was published in 1992. Our playwright, Char White, 
saw an exhibition of these beautiful pictures that he took in 2015 and decided he thought that there might be a play here. And um, then he started writing the play, and, and now uh, it's on Broadway at Studio 54, and it stars Nathan Lane and Zoe Wanamaker and myself. And uh, we love the play very much. We think it's quite beautiful. And uh, we talk about many, many issues in the plays, uh, obviously family issues, uh, but it's also about how a piece of art is created. Um, so it works on many, many levels. And how did this impact you? I know when those of us in the audience were definitely impacted, which is the sign of good theater, but could relate yeah. to so much of it and actually feel longing for the experience of you, the son. Like I kept thinking, why didn't I come up with something like that for the family? Because yeah. you really want to get to know your parents. And that's right. what happened here. Did this impact you in many ways? It did, obviously. Um, the uh, the idea of holding on to your parents and, and wanting them to live not die. forever. Yeah, not die. I thankfully, both both my parents are still very much alive and doing well. They live in Queens. Um, and uh, I'm, I was, it was ver a very moving experience for me when they saw the, the show on opening night. Um, I was very, <laughs> it was very weepy that night because, uh, you know, I love them so much and I want to hold on to them so much and I want to understand them. And uh, this play uh, brings up all those themes. And uh, it, that's why I, I keep using the word beautiful. I think it is a beautiful play and it's very, very impactful on, on our audiences. You hear the weeping at the end of the play. It's so beautiful, but it's, it's not sad just, you know, no. per se. It's also screamingly funny. You have two of the greatest comic actors uh, in the world, Nathan Lane and Zoe Wanamaker, up there, and, and they're you know super super uh, bright and interesting uh, people, and so they bring full fully realized characters to life, but they're also screamingly funny. Well, and when you see it, there's it's really about many things, as you point out, but. It's about family. Yeah. And I've so longed to know. Parents are so protective when kids are growing up that you feel in a way you don't really know them that much. I mean, what makes them tick? Are they really happy? What What's behind mm -hmm. all of this? And this is right. what happens in this play. <laughs> and this is the son's job this project that parents don't get. I mean, is this kid ever going to make a living? How is he going to support his own family doing this? Ten years. Yeah, yeah. ten years. What did your parents think? Uh, my parents loved it. They absolutely loved it. And uh, they were, uh, needless to say, very, very proud. Um, yeah, it is, it, it is a beautiful play that way. It, it, it asks the character, Larry Salton, asks, the important questions of his parents. And it isn't always easy to hear the answers. And it isn't always easy for the parents to reveal the truth. As you said, parents want to protect their children and they want to forget the, the very difficult times. Um, but he delves into their 
if you will, origin stories and tries to tease out of them the truth of what happened and how they arrived at where they are, but also who they are. And the, and your character, Larry, is really an artist too. I mean, we can't yeah. let go of that fact that it's not just a son trying to hold on to his parents. Mm-hmm. He comes to it from many different directions, including he is an artist. Right. And the great thing about the conceit of this play is that we use Larry Sultan's actual photographs mm-hmm. from the book in the play. And we refer to them. They're projected on the back wall. We refer to them constantly. And they are the original photos, but we refer to them as ourselves. And uh, so I'm talking to Nathan Lane, but looking at a picture of Irving Sultan on the back wall, but referring to him, my dad, uh, sorry, Nathan Lane, as Irving. Nice. And, um, and it's, you know, after, you know, it's, I'm sure it takes a second for the audience to go, oh, that's what they're doing. But then I've been told by the end of it, by, from people who are, uh, have seen the show, that you fully accept it. And that you you start to think, oh, that is him. It looks just like him, actually. They have a, a lot of similar qualities. Um, and that's the great conceit about the play, because these gorgeous masterpiece pictures are projected on the back. Yeah, and we talk it's incredible. About yeah, and very- you know what else I really like, Danny, is that when you do what you in the play, as the son does, trying to find out everything you can about your parents, you wind up finding yourself in many ways too. That's exactly right. And that's the, that's the journey of the play uh, for my character, especially uh, figuring out who I'm supposed to be, uh, what kind of a man I'm supposed to be, what kind of an artist I'm supposed to be and why trying to figure out why I decided to do this project to begin with. Larry at the beginning is not quite sure what he's looking for as, as that's the journey of any artist. You never know what the end goal is. You just start out because you have this deep idea that there could be something beautiful there. And uh, he realizes that he wants his parents to live forever in this, in this idealized, but actually real, very real raw way. Um, so he wants it to be everything all at once in these pictures, uh, ex- extremely raw, extremely real and uh, honest. But he also wants them, you know, idealized and romanticized and to see he wants everybody to see what he sees in them. And then he sees that you know, he just never wants to let that go. And that uh, is actually is kind of simple in a way, but it's also beautiful, universal, and uh, extremely profound at the same time, his discovery of that idea. When you were coming of age, was being an actor right up there? Um, I was very lucky. You know, I both my parents are teachers. My dad uh, taught ancient Greek philosophy at, at Queens College for 53 years, and my mom, who's 82, is still teaching art. Um, I, I was not much of a reader 
and my my dad, you know, much to the chagrin of my parents, uh, they would my dad would give me uh, book after book, and I would read about ninety pages and then get bored with it. And then he gave me a play, and that sort of opened up the world of theater to me. And I loved, and I asked him for more, and I kept reading play after play after play. And um, I never thought I could actually make a living as an actor. I, I just thought it would be a, a lovely, you know, way to make a living, but I never thought of that as anything uh, actually, uh, anything real. Um, I thought it was just kind of a pipe dream. Uh, and people told me how difficult it was to be an actor. And then when I was 13, um, a teacher of mine said, you should be in my play when I was at Parsons Junior High School in Queens. Uh, and I did this play with my teacher, my English teacher. And afterwards he said, you know what? You should go to the High School of Performing Arts. And I said, well, what's the High School of Performing Arts? And he explained it to me and he said, Ben Vereen went there and Liza Minnelli went there. And I said, well, that's fantastic. What do I have to do? He said, you have to prepare a couple of monologues. And I said, great, what's a monologue? And, you know, he explained the whole audition process. And the year I auditioned, well over 4,000 kids, New York City school kids, auditioned uh, to get into the drama department, and 127 made it in. And I was just lucky. I got very lucky that day. And all of a sudden, this um, insane pipe dream that I had that was sort of in the back burner uh, came to life. And uh, the very first day, they said, if you don't think you want to be an actor for the rest of your life, you may be in the wrong place. Um, and I just knew that that's what I always wanted to do. It's where my imagination flourished and um, where my heart was. So I got extremely lucky that day. And you, you followed your dreams through. What about your own family? You have uh, children. I do. I have two sons. My older son is a first AD on films, on feature films, and also on commercials. Um, he just had a film at South by Southwest. He's, he's doing great. He goes from one feature to another, Alex. And my younger son, Zach, is on the West Coast, and he's uh, a musician. Um, he plays like 14 instruments, and he's mm. uh, extremely talented. So, uh, the, do I you guess, worry they, about them? Did you were you the parent who said, like maybe your parents, and like I did to my own kid, why can't you be a lawyer, an accountant, a doctor? <laughs> well, I never, I never said that to my my kids. When I was lucky enough to have uh, a philosopher for uh, a father who was a writer and a protege of Philip Roth. Oh, you're kidding! So he my, was an artist in his way. Yeah. So, Dad said things like, what would you like to do when you grow up? Um, what would you like to be? You can be anything you want. Would you like to be a poet? Would you, wouldn't that be wonderful? I mean, who says that to their kids? I just got lucky in that way. That and so I really were lucky. Yeah, and so I didn't put that kind of pressure on my own kids. I wanted them to find their own path, but I knew I would... Uh, just like my dad did, I tried to instill um, moral values into them. And um, so they knew right from wrong and they knew 
that uh, kindness was the best way to proceed in any situation. Um, and they chose paths that uh, made them happy. And I'm, I couldn't be uh, more proud of both of them, and they're doing okay. So, Okay, and, and they were lucky because, you know, it's, it's really so interesting, which is why I related even so much to the play. But I kept thinking, I know better. Why am I urging him to do something that would never really interest him? Is mm. safety that important, or do you have to jump to really go somewhere? Mm. And that's, sometimes that's, you have to jump. Yeah, that's really beautifully said, so. Yeah. Well, so what's of all you, the disciplines that you're involved in, Danny? And I'm talking to Danny Burstein in Pictures from Home, Studio 54 on Broadway, you've, you've got to see it because you're going to reach out and touch it. And it gives you a lot of thought. In fact, we left the theater and usually we're all trying to grab a cab. This time we went over to Sardi's and sat there at the bar talking about the play and our reaction and our feelings, which is, was a pretty good. Yeah, yeah, we have a lot of that, and I'm I'm very um, I'm honored that the uh, play has that kind of impact on people. Yeah, and and also that your own family could see it, which yeah. is you know really special, and that you could be there w even with them to mm -hmm. understand what all this. It it's definitely touches hearts everywhere. And yeah. so you were familiar with the photographer, Larry Sultan? No, I never seen any of, not, none of us in the play were familiar with his work. But um, afterwards, of course, we were, you know, we just did a deep dive into everything he ever did. And thankfully, uh, his widow, uh, Kelly, because Larry is no longer with us, um, Kelly was around and his sons were around. So we got, uh, you know, very personal information about him and about who he was as a human being, um, not just as an artist. And uh, they gave us access to the actual tape recordings that he did with his parents at the time, which is uh, incredibly moving to listen <clears throat> to listen to those uh, those tapes, uh, you know to hear what the actual, you know, conversations were like in the moment. Um, and they were, you know, hours and hours and hours of them and uh, very moving and very silly. And they actually loved one another, you know, deeply, even though, you know, it, was, it could be tense, of course, because you're, you're asking these people to open up their souls, bear mm -hmm. their souls to their son, you know, someone they may not want to open up to um, and uh, and expose themselves as being vulnerable in some way. And, uh, you know, it's, it's very moving. It was very moving to actually have uh, those tapes given to us by his widow, Kelly, who is uh, an amazing human being who still lives right. up. In and Green certainly Green. moving for us to see it. And I loved the way everyone was dressed. Oh my gosh, that rang so many bells. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the late 80s, right. Oh, yeah. 
That's right. I said they they must have come to my house and done my mother and her card group. Right. Well, who didn't have an avocado green refrigerator at the time? <laughs> I loved no, all that. No, it was great. So, uh, Danny, now this occupies obviously a great deal of time. What else is on the bursting plate? Oh gosh, uh, you know I have a uh, uh, I have a, did a episodes of a show called Will Trent that's on ABC. Um, there's a new TV show called uh, Grease: Rise of the Pink Ladies. It's a prequel to the movie or and the show Grease. Uh-huh. Um, did an episode of that. Um, worked on a show called Julia on HBO, and wow. I record. Every day, I record a, record a bunch of cartoon voices for Dora the Explorer, and I'm on a TV show called uh, Tokyo Vice. Um, I'm always doing something. Uh, it's very busy, and uh, and it's a full life, no doubt about it. Well, I'm excited, and let it long rain. And this is something you really have to see. It gave us enormous pleasure. We had, you know. It's rare that you experience every emotion. That's what theater should do and does often, and in this play in particular. It was about any of our lives, even though it's a son, it could have been a daughter. It's about our lives, our families, and the things that we don't really get to see underneath unless we're in that position and have to look. So it was a real treat. All the best to you, Danny. I look forward to talking to you again. I look forward to it as well. Take care, my friend. Thanks. Danny Burstein on Broadway in Pictures from Home. And this is a fairly new play that all of us got such pleasure out of. I've got lots more show for you, so stay tuned. And you're listening to WABC, and I'm Joan Hamburg. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.